go, Nathan. AFCON, end of match day three. End of the group stage. How good has it been? This is amazing. Like, this is one of the first times I've followed AFCON really closely. Like, whenever it's on, it's been something that I check in on and look at the school and you just look at it and some a lot of the times it's chaos but look this is getting called one of the best AFCON groups stages ever and you've seen so many crazy moments and high drama games uh, welcome back everyone to our AFCON 2023 coverage we hope you're enjoying it uh, both us and the tournament Laz what have you made of it all for match day three in particular it's just been nuts that's the word Nathan AFCON is nuts Probably the most fun confederation, if that's the case. <laughs> um, and now maybe Concacaf is in that mix as well. But well, uh... Concacaf for different reasons, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yes, Suriname is definitely not part of Afcon. Right? <laughs> but um, you, you went and whipped your atlas out after the uh, yeah. Pod, uh, no, no, no. Look, I took you. Uh, <laughs> hey, I've got no doubt. When you say something, that's it. It's uh, you know, I took your word for it. But uh, and then I should have read the story afterwards. But never mind. Mm. Go back to the mainline episode for that <laughs> for that joke. Um, yeah, this Afcon has been absolutely nuts, and I'm glad that they actually do it every two years now. Right? Mm. I think there was an look. I think there's an argument to do it a confederation tournament every four years rather than every two years. But if there is going to be one confederation tournament that happens every two years, I'm glad it's this one. Bring it back every year. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, you couldn't do that to can't the get, uh, Can't get enough. <laughs> no, you couldn't. Yeah, look, it'd be something, right? But you couldn't do that to the clubs and the players. No, no. Like, you, no. you just couldn't do it, right? But um, will it make it more special? And this is a you know, debate for maybe the mainline episode one time. But would it make it more special if AFCON was held every four years as opposed to every two years? Maybe, but, you know, I don't mind it. Yeah. Well, no, no, neither do I mind it, especially <laughs> when you've got this kind of craziness. So, um, funny fact, Ivory Coast, mm. last time they hosted the AFCON. <laughs> yes. Have you seen this? Uh, they got knocked out in the group stage. Correct. Back in what? Is it 84? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Fast forward 40 years. And Fast... uh, well, history did not repeat itself less. <laughs> it didn't, but geez, they were winless. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, or not winless. Um, it, was, it was some crazy stat. Let me, I'll find it. But Ivory Coast going down 4 0 to Equatorial Guinea. Right when they had it all to play for, yeah, and they started okay. Actually, they started mm-hmm. okay. Like you know, I mean, yes, they had the disallowed goal, um, and then it just seemed to once Equatorial Guinea got in front, it just seemed to go to the toilet after that. Well, they scored at a very good time, just ahead of halftime. Yeah, and they they held that with the the cancellation for Singara's goal, and come the second half, they had really nothing. To, to lose Equatorial Guinea. They were in such a commanding position. They were virtually through already. And they just hit Ivory Coast on the break. And they didn't see much of the ball, Equatorial Guinea, pretty much the entire game. But when they did see it, they basically took every chance that came their way. And a 4 0 win is just incredible. Correct. Yeah, correct. Absolutely nuts. So the interesting tidbit that, um, that I'd seen Ivory Coast. And credits one football here. Ivory Coast became the first host nation to lose two group games at AFCON since 1984. And you're right, the nation <laughs> in 1984 was also Ivory Coast. And um, Didier Drogba did not look happy in the stands, did he? No, no, he had his shirt on. <laughs> he was probably thinking that uh, he could Call go me. and fix it himself. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. <laughs> and Absolutely they probably could have used him. <laughs> 
the other thing that, um, I mean, aside from the, look, it, it went south after the 2-0. So after, mm. you know, after Equatorial Guinea went ahead 2-0, that was it. Like Ivory Coast yep. just effectively fell apart. And it wasn't, the, it was, you could tell it wasn't going to be their night, right? Everything they tried. And the scoreline does not really reflect the quality of the game or the approach of the Ivory Coast in the game. It's just that as soon as it went 2-0, 3-0, Game was cactus and, you know, and nothing could go right. Any, everything that could go wrong for Ivory Coast did, right? And they definitely tried to turn it around at certain points. But, you know, I I, I lost count how many times I had uh, goals disallowed through VAR. Yeah. You know, I mean, this game oh, could have been... Both teams, really. Yeah, this game could have been like 5-4. <laughs> mm, yeah. Right. So, um, 34-year-old Emilio Ensui plays his club ball for third-tier Spanish side CF City as a defender. Yeah. For Equatorial Guinea, he's a forward and has scored the most goals in an AFCON group stage since 1970, with five in three games. Unbelievable. Credit CBS Sports Galazzo for that. AFCON's lead in mm. the headline. AFCON's leading goal scorers are right back in Spain's third tier. And this is the madness and craziness that goes into AFCON. <laughs> you don't need any more than that. Like, even if you, even if the only storyline that is mind-boggling coming out of the group stage was that itself, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. But to combine with everything else that we're going to go into, mm. this tournament is just wild. I love it. Mm. I absolutely love it. And Eric Couture, Guinea, no qualms about them winning the group. They thoroughly oh, deserve it. Absolutely. They, we had them finishing third because of the big fish being Nigeria and the host, Cote d'Ivoire. But they've taken teams, not necessarily by surprise, but they have shown a level that they are one step ahead of these other teams. Equatorial Guinea have a bit of a history of pulling off a surprise and getting into the knockouts and... Mm. Making a quarterfinal. Mm. That's right. Were they underestimated? Maybe. Was yeah. the occasion too much for the Ivory Coast? Maybe. Look, I think to be fair, given the host nation was in there, right? And most host nations tend to do well in Confederation Cup. Unless you're Ivory Coast. <laughs> except for Ivory Coast. Right. <laughs> um, but when, you know, in the Confederation tournaments, they, you know, most host nations seem to, you know, equip themselves quite well and, and, you know, would normally take one of the spots out of the group. So normally that would leave one, but obviously given this expanded format, leaves two spots by and large. Uh, and given that Nigeria were the other big fish in this group, you know, because Nigeria effectively became a pot two team, you know, not an easy group, not an easy group. And full credit to Equatorial Guinea, you know, amazing, amazing, really sensational, you know. Uh, like we said, the 4 0 doesn't really reflect the madness of the game. It could have easily been 4 3, 5 4, right? I think Equatorial Guinea deserved the win, right? But momentum does, fun, you know, momentum changes things in games and and um, that game could have easily changed either way. You know, like we said, it could have been a 5 4 and ends up being a 4 0, which is just absolutely nuts. Yeah. And once Equatorial Guinea make a 2 0, as you say, the game state is such that they're happy just to sit in mm. and hit on the break and. Mm. They were able to pick Ivory Coast off as they pleased. Yeah. And they had their chances maybe to score more Equatorial Guinea, which yeah. is a, a full credit to them. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I was impressed with um, the fourth goal for Equatorial Guinea, Baylor. Mm. Yeah. Right. Fantastic. Um, it may not be my goal of the round, but yeah, it's up there. Right, no, it's not mine. Mine's not coming uh, later on, uh, much later on, Sorry. probably. Mine, um, mine, mine might be out of left field, only not be, more so because of the result rather than anything else. 
Yeah, okay. I think we got the same one. That... Oh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll wait and see. Nigeria versus You Guinea might have given the game away, Mr. Grimmel. Sorry, didn't mean to. Nigeria. Somebody would think that we spoke beforehand, but no, we don't. Mm, we yes. just, hey, listen, all our pods, except unless we have a guest, are generally off the fly. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. And Pretty if you've much. Been, and if you've been a regular listener, you would know that. Now. Yeah. If we like, we sometimes tell. refer to the curtain being pulled back, but uh, yeah, the curtain's been long gone now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> the curtain got put in the shredder like a year ago. <laughs> All right. So Nigeria, Guinea-Bissau. Um, tell you what, heck of an own goal. Yeah. I mean, it was going in anyway. Yeah, true. But he had to make a play at it hmm. and uh, did get it wrong, unfortunately. And yeah. uh, look, Nigeria doing enough. Just. Yeah, just. Are you impressed with Nigeria? No, I'm I'm more what's the word I'm looking for? I'm sort of resolved by their defensive efforts. Yeah. Than I yep. thought yep. I would be at the end of the sure. group stage. Their defense is better than what we had coming in. Yep. Their attacking unit is nowhere near. Nowhere near where we thought. This is a Nigerian team who boasts the best attackers on paper at this tournament. And they seem very sloppy attacking. They seem like very sloppy goals. going forward. Yeah, they're just they yeah. and the funny thing is, you look at them play and you go. Where can they improve? Like, there's improvements there to be made. Mm. But looking at the personnel and the way that they apply themselves, why aren't they getting it right? They don't yeah. look fluid. No, they and don't. And they should be. They mm. should be, right? But, yeah. There's so much quality on paper and mm. reputation-wise and name mm. recognition with the attacking players have got at their disposal that it's not working out for them at the moment. And Victor uh, Osimhen is not taking the chances that we would expect him to no. take. He's not getting as many chances as we would expect him to get as well. That both of those statements, are, I think, are true in my mind. That yeah, he's not taking as many as he should, but he's also no, right. getting more than he is. And yeah, great. moving forward for Nigeria, they play Cameroon in the round of 16, which we'll come on to. Mm. It's going to be a, a tough test for them because mm. Cameroon have the moments. But Nigeria, they're not gelling going forward yet at all. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So Group A finished like this. Equatorial Guinea threw on seven points. Goal difference is six. Um primarily because of that 4-0 win. Uh, Nigeria on second, seven points. And Ivory Coast on three points. Guinea-Bissau go home on zero points. So Group B, Nathan, which I think is the craziest group of this whole AFCON, <laughs> I think. I don't know about what yeah. you think, but I think Group B was the craziest of the lot. It was. It was. And I couldn't believe what we were seeing. First yeah. up, yep. poor old Kudos comes off in the 89th minute with his team 2-0 up and a man-of-the-match performance, immediately Mozambique score, and then they go and find an equaliser that sees them go home. And I'm going to give the team performance to Mozambique because Mozambique yeah. had no right to actually <laughs> do that to Ghana. Yeah, right? they were because done. They were... they were out. Like, they were well yeah. and truly out of the game, done. Mm. Ghana were through. Egypt were the ones who were freaking out, right? And it's just madness. Absolute yeah, madness. To all. You saw... Uh, yeah. Mo Salah in the stands for the other game, just head in hands so many times. Just he couldn't believe what he was seeing that his, his team was faltering that much. Yeah, and on and, the verge of going home themselves. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And look, I mean, that was for drama, right? For drama, you would be hard pressed to go between the, these two games, right? But the actual game itself, Cape Verde versus or Cape Verde versus Egypt, that was a heck of a game. Of football. Oh yeah. Mm. You know, and I dare say it's probably the game of the, the of the match day and the game of the group phase because of what was on the line and the ebb and the flow, and it was just insane. 
insane. And Egypt, right? I'll tell you what, um, they they appear to be vulnerable in this tournament. And I don't see, you know, I had them winning it. I don't think they can. Look, anything can happen, right? I mean, we, this confederation is nuts. <laughs> it is. Uh, Af- Afcon yeah. is nuts, right? And nuts. I almost want to retire the predictions for for this tournament. Yeah, you know, it, it's just nuts, <laughs> right? Because anybody can beat anyone on any given day here. Yep. Of these 24 teams, anyone can because it's just absolutely insane. Mm. Um, for Mozambique to do what they did to Ghana is mind-blowing, right? Um, you did not see that coming. And they've put, they've locked Ghana out of the of the Afcon. Yeah, at the group have. stage, and, and I think it, that's the second time now in a row as well. Ghana have gone home at the group stage in the last two Afcons. It is, yeah, <laughs> and they've already sacked Chris Hutton. Yeah, which is not a surprise. And I saw the scenes uh, on Twitter for uh, from a couple of accounts, and just there was a massive uh, incident. Is too harsh of a word, too strong of a word, but there yep. was a bit of a an, a a, a uh, investigation i suppose from some of the the Ghanaian media just they wanted to speak yeah. to the Ghanaian team and there was just they weren't having it they weren't coming out and, <laughs> and i don't really blame them because what unfolded was amazing to throw it away and they did mm. it was a big great resolve to come back and pull out a 2-2 but realistically ghana should not have been knocked out in the group stage this tournament they threw goals away uh, on match day two as well yeah Against Egypt, they really let Egypt back into that, and that should have been a win, and it should have been a win against Mozambique. Ghana should be going through on six points. Yeah, great. But here we are. (laughs) What did we make of Cape Verde versus Egypt? I mean, we said it was a crazy game, but Mm. effectively, you know, it was Egypt were up 2-1 deep into injury time, and they didn't know that what, what was happening with Ghana, right? Cape Verde scores. Absolutely nuts. Make it two all. Yeah. Good goal too. It was a great goal, actually. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> it was a great goal <laughs> to make it yeah. two all. Yeah, no, I agree. But right. um, I yeah. think both these teams, Cape, Cape Verde, are a good side. Are they going to win it? No. Are they going to get to the uh, quarterfinal? Probably. They've uh, won the group, and therefore they uh, will meet Mauritania of all teams in the round of sixteen, which. I'd be expecting Cape Verde to go through, but we'll come on to Mauritania in a moment. Um, that's, that's, it. that's crazy in yeah, itself. Which which is insane. Um, Egypt play Dr. Congo. We'll come on to them in a moment. That's not easy at all. Mm. We could be saying goodbye to the Ferris in the round of 16, but if they manage to get through it, a quarterfinal perhaps against Equatorial Guinea, right? it's very tough from here for them to mm. win the tournament. And it they're is. on the same side as Mali, Senegal, and Ivory Coast. Good luck. Yeah. No, good luck. I'd, I'd love, I'll, I'll try and contact Omar Lachine and see what uh, he has to say about this situation because it's, yeah, it's absolutely bananas. Mm. So that also Group B finish like this. Cape Verde in, in first, through on seven points. Egypt in second place, three points after three games, right? So Egypt haven't won and they haven't lost. <laughs> this has been three draws, yeah, right? And three dramatic draws at that. No more than the last one. Ghana eliminated, finished third, but Ghana eliminated as one of the two bottom-ranking uh, third-place teams on two points, and Mozambique finished last in the group on two points. The next group, Group C, another crazy group. This was yeah. crazy as well. <laughs> <laughs> Senegal. Well, Senegal, Guinea wasn't crazy on no, match day three. No, it wasn't. But Cameroon, Gambia, Cameroon was yeah. crazy. <laughs> yes. 
We'll start with uh, Senegal Guinea, get that yes. out of the way. Great sure. performance again from the Senegalese. Uh, they, again, look very formidable. I definitely want to avoid Senegal as much as I can. And yes, Guinea, pretty disappointing in this game. They they have their moments, I, I guess, but they were never getting a win in this one that they really needed. They, they needed a point to go through in second, but Senegal were always, from minute one to minute nine, really the better team. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Look, I think Senegal are the team to beat. Mm. In this AFCON? I, yeah, they are the team that has the pre-tournament reputation and the group stage performances to say that they are the yeah. new favourites. Agree, agree. Um, yep, they they look good. They look they look they look like the best team at this tournament at the moment. I think. Mm. Yep, yep. Whilst you go to Gambia, Cameroon, and my lord, this was just absolutely <laughs> insane. This game. <laughs> that second half. Oh, it was pretty. Yeah, I was going to say. Like first yeah. half was you know, yeah not that crazy. My, my head fell off that second half. <laughs> but that second half was just like what? A Camby scores in the fifty-sixth minute. Cello scores in the seventy-second minute. Then you have Gambia going up two-one, right? Uh, no, with Collie. But even still, yeah, Collie's only just come on because He's, Jello got injured. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> Gomez scores a, an own goal. For, for, I mean, and look, that was an unfortunate own goal, but <laughs> hey, it happens, right? And then what? Two minutes later, three minutes later. Yep. We're with the ninety middle. plus one. Yeah. Uh, Cameroon get a uh, an equalized no uh, uh, winner. Nine mm. ninety plus four. Cameroon get the event the uh, eventual winner. But then right at the end, <laughs> mm. from uh, from Sane, the yeah. uh, hand of God recreation attempt. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Not going to fly in uh, a VAR error, is it? Not in this era. <laughs> I wasn't even going to mention that because of the. Oh. <laughs> he celebrated. Like, why, would, why would you try? He obviously watched the Maradona documentary the day before. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> uh dear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really, again, another entertaining game. Another entertaining game. Uh, Cameroon get through and great Group C finishes like this. Senegal in nine points, first place. Cameroon, second place, four points. And Guinea in third place, four points, and uh, go through as one of the th- best place third position teams. Gambia go home on Nilupois. That they do. And mm. uh, look, I think Guinea are a team to be worried about for the uh, knockouts. Mm. Very much looking forward to the Battle of the Guineas in the round of 16. <laughs> Equatorial Guinea <laughs> against Guinea. Uh, Equatorial Guinea dispatch Guinea Bissau. <laughs> But there's a, a little cup of in, in and of yeah, itself here. In amongst the guineas. <laughs> Who's the best guinea? We're going to find out. Um, uh, yes, indeed. indeed. But now that uh, Garassi's back in the team, like it didn't work out on match day three, but uh, there's potential there for them to trouble the knockouts. Okay, let's talk about the first major disappointment of this tournament, aside from yeah. the coast. Actually, the second major disappointment of this tournament. Mm-hmm. Algeria. Oh, my. The Fennec Foxes. My pick to win the whole thing. Out. Bottom of the group, losing to Mauritania. And nicely taken goal too by Mauritania. Yeah. I mean, a bit fortunate the way it, it fell. Yep. Yeah, true. Off a of deflection, but still, that's my goal of the round because of the moment. Yep. I mean, because of the implication. You, there you go. We had the same. We had the same. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, the same. I also want to give Mauritania my team performance as well. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Just incredible. This country and this team to get into the round of 16 as a best third, given 
I saw back in 2011, they were outside the top 200 on the FIFA rankings. Yeah. Rapid transformation for, for them as a football country. And really, it's an incredible night for Mauritania. And Algeria, go home. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. Two draws to speak of. Bottom of the group. We thought in our preview that this was an easy group for Algeria. We thought Algeria was going to top the group. With three wins. With the quality, They had the quality to do so. Mm. But yeah. Not good. Have there been any uh, repercussions since Algeria's exit like that you've come across? Because I haven't seen any as yet. I'm expecting I'm a coach. I, yeah, I'm they've already sacked the manager. Second. They've already sacked the manager. There you go. <laughs> yep. Because uh, they won it in 2019 and then they've been grouped two years in a row or two iterations in a row. Yeah. Now. And really going out of the group stage three and four. Not good. Jeez. Tell you what, these North African teams are struggling at this AFCON. Is it because of where it's being played? That's what I'm kind of thinking. And, is it coincidental that they're all struggling? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe mm. it is to do with the location. But we'll come on to more in a moment. But mm. Algeria struggling. Morocco struggling. Tunisia mm. gone home. Yeah. Egypt almost. Yeah, Egypt almost too. There's got to be something in it. And really, it's just blown this tournament wide open. Because the North African teams, we expected them to be among the better teams. Correct, yeah. Yeah, correct. Like Everyone thought Morocco is going to win the tournament. They may still... Egypt to be very close to that and expect a lot out of Algeria and Tunisia to at least get out of the group, but we'll come on to them. Mm-hmm. And as I say, they're all not up to scratch so far at this tournament anyway. And Algeria finished bottom, Mauritania go through in third, incredibly. And Angola win the group, unbeaten. Yeah, Angola uh, defeated Burkina Faso 2-0 and uh, Angola finished the group in first place, like you said, Nathan, seven points. Burkina Faso in second at four points, and Mauritania three points in third place, and Algeria go bye-bye. Bye-bye to Algeria. Group E, Laz. Oh, dear. This is the Look, third biggest disappointment for me, Tunisia. I, do, you, do you mean Tunisia, or do you mean the match day three games? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both. I was so looking forward to these Yeah, as a set of games. Jeez. They felt this had little. the potential for real chaos. Yeah, it did. And it just it looked... I'll take the rest of the tournament because that was great. Yep. This uh, group, these Group E fixtures uh, left a bit to be desired. Like a double draw is boring in itself, but a double nil-nil, even worse. Yeah, yeah, not great, not great. Um, South Africa, nil, Tunisia, nil, Namibia, nil, and full credit to Namibia because they were the less fancied of um, of this group. Uh, Mali, nil. It basically saw Group E finish like this. Mali, on five points and undefeated with two draws and one win. Threw on five points. South Africa um, on four points in second place, right? Uh, Namibia, Namibia, third place, four points. And the second best third placing team Ex- as well. Correct. And Tunisia, two points and out Shocking. in last. Mm. Last position in the group. And I dare say the manager's been sacked as well there. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I, I dare say that wouldn't be far behind if that has not happened as yet. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, whether Tunisia have uh, issued a uh, a notice for the uh, the boss, but it can't be far away if it hasn't happened. Shocking. Very disappointing tournament for Tunisia. Um, offered absolutely nothing, and they were mm-hmm. nothing like the side that was playing in the World Cup. No, and they really do miss Wabi Kazri. Yes, they do. Yep. Mm. Yep, that's true. We move on to Group F, Laz. And this wasn't much better, Nathan. No, it wasn't. Very disappointing end to the uh, group stage for AFCON. Mm. Group E, Group F, not a whole lot to write on about. But 
what we do get is Morocco who beat Zambia just with a messy goal from Ziyech. Do you mean not a Lionel Messi style or esque goal? I mean that is a Messi goal mouth <laughs> goal. <laughs> yes, uh, Hakim right. Messi. No, um, Morocco get the job done. They given the result in Tanzania, the Congo, they were always going to top a group. Mm. But again, struggling to get the job done. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not firing. No, no, that attack is yeah. not looking good. Mm. They're not playing to with the kind of fluidity that we've seen in the last World Cup. They were look when they counterattacked, they were fluid. Mm. They're not playing in a fluid way at the moment. They should really laboured. Yeah, very much so. And creditors should go out to to uh, DR Congo, who finish in Great. second. Yep. Three draws, I know, same as Egypt, but uh, going through in second, they should have done better with this group. To be honest, they should have picked up a win somewhere along the line. Sure. They probably yeah. should have beaten Morocco which uh, would have yep. left things uh, very interesting for this match day. But mm. in any case, they go through in second. Zambia finished third, but bottom of the uh, third-place teams, and uh, Tanzania bringing yep. up a rear. So that had Group F finishing like this. Morocco in first place on seven points. Democratic Republic of Congo in second place on three points. Zambia, as you mentioned, Nathan, in third place, and they were the bottom ranked of the third-placed um, group teams. And they... Depart on two points and Tanzania on two points in last place in that group, which means that the round of 16 looks like this, Nathan. We have. How did you want to do this, Nathan? Did you want to start chronologically or did you want to do the quadrants? No, we'll stick to the quadrants, way? I think. Quadrants again? Let's go. Yeah, I think okay. I think it works the best. All right, so let's do this Kickoff times are not important right now. No, that's right. So let's do this. Um well, actually, it works out well in this case. So Sunday morning, Sydney time, 4 a.m., Angola versus Namibia in the top half of the – so the first quadrant of the top half of the draw, if you want to look at, the, at that way. Angola versus Namibia, and on Sunday morning at 7 a.m., Nigeria versus Cameroon, where the winners will face each other off in a quarter final. the winners of those two fixtures. So Angola and Namibia first. Nathan, I say Angola 2-0. Yes, big opportunity here for both teams. Yep. Get to a quarterfinal. And Nigeria, Cameroon, both have been underwhelming so far. Cameroon more so. Uh, but neither team have been really one that uh, you uh, should fear. And there's an opportunity here for the winner of Angola and Namibia to really put up a fight and get to a semi final. They'd be second favourites, of course, but it wouldn't be a cut and dry quarterfinal, whichever way it comes out. And I'm putting Angola through, I'm putting Nigeria through. Just. Just. In yeah. both instances, just. Yeah. Uh, I'm putting Angola through 2-0. Uh, I think they take care of Namibia. Nigeria, Cameroon. This should not be in a 24-nation tournament in AFCON. This should not be a round of 16 game. Mm. Right? This should this be a game of the round. Yeah. Well, it isn't actually. It is one of the games of the round, but I don't. Mm. I think it's rivaled with something else. Okay. Um. Quali- like competitively wise, yeah, I think these two teams are very close to one another. I'm going to go Nigeria. They just edge it. I think Nigeria win 2-1. So that will mean uh, we both agree in Angola versus Nigeria quarterfinal. Ahead. That we do, that we do. And the reason I'm putting Nigeria through is because they've been more solid at the back. Yep. Cameron have been shambolic at yep. times. They swapped the goalkeeper and it didn't really alleviate the concerns. So the bottom half of the top half of the draw... Cape Verde versus Mauritania. 
And uh, this is played in Sydney Tuesday, 30th of January at 4 a.m. Cape Verde should take Mauritania out here. And yeah. It'll be like a 3 0. Probably. I'd love to see Mauritania go through. It'd be amazing, but it would be equally but... amazing. Like yeah. both teams yeah. getting to either team getting to a quarterfinal is going to be great. Mm. Uh, I agree with you, Cape Verde, and putting them through, and it should be relatively comfortable. So then the winners of that fixture will play against the winner of Morocco versus South Africa. Mm. And yes. this is played Wednesday, 31st of January at 7 a.m. in Sydney time. Morocco? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell the reluctance on on your face there, Nathan. You wanted to go South Africa. I do. I do. I like South Africa. You haven't I seen like enough. The, the way they've been going through the going about their business. Mm. I like that they pretty much brought a club team to this Afcon yes, with so many players from the Sundowns. Sure. Um, I think that does have an advantage because you get a little bit more cohesion. But we haven't seen enough to think that they can get over Morocco. No, I agree with you there. And. Not that Morocco have been blowing teams away, but they have enough about them to uh, get past South Africa. I'd oh, love yeah. to put Bafana yeah. Bafana through. Yeah. I think Morocco just edge it. Mm. I think it's like a 2-1 or a 2-0 or something like that. I don't think South Africa gets through here, unfortunately. So that would make a Cape Verde versus Morocco quarterfinal potentially. And yeah, then you would end up with a potentially Nigeria-Morocco semifinal. All right, Nathan. So now we go to the other side of the draw, and the top bracket of the other side of the draw, and we've got Mali versus Burkina Faso, and that is played in Sydney time, Wednesday, 4 a.m., Wednesday the 31st of January at 4 a.m. And, geez, this one, I think Mali are just slight favourites, but not by much, not by much. No, I'm with you. I think Mali have enough about them. Not overly impressed by their uh, Master 3 outing, but across the group stage, they have been the best team from uh, Group E, and they should have enough to get past Burkina Faso. And it would be a good tournament for Mali to get to a quarterfinal because uh, they're on the uh, in the same corner as uh, Senegal. Very much so. And you've mentioned Senegal, and I think that this fixture here is the match of round of 16. Oh, you reckon? Only because of the hosts. I thought, I, I thought you were going to say the Battle of the Guineas. Well, yeah, look, that that could be something. But look, there's always a lot of weight around um, the hosts, the host nation. And I think there's the fact that they faulted so much. They started off very well with a 2-0 win, but their last two group games, they've gone to water. Um, the Nigeria game was the one that actually, I think, cost them the most. That one did hurt them. But... Equatorial Guinea, could have, that game could have gone either way, like we said earlier in this pod. The fact that as a, the wash-up now is that they've got to meet Senegal mm, Yep. in the round of 16. That game is going to be, the atmosphere is going to be raucous, right? They have a chance to get, they have a chance to get through, right? I don't give them much of a chance against Senegal because I think Senegal are the best team at this tournament right now. But it's a cup-style knockout game, one-off, right? Crowd could go, could, you know, the, it'll the, the crowd could go nuts. The atmosphere will be raucous. They'll be doing everything to try and put the uh, Senegalese off their game. Um, if they don't live for this game, they'll, you know, what else have they got, right? Yeah. So and- that's got to play for something. But I think Senegal will win. I don't know how. I'm not prepared to say. You know, it could be a two nil. It could be extra time penalties. Right. It could be a banana skin game for the Senegalese in that way. That's the only hope that I can give uh, Ivory Coast based on what I've seen. 
I can pitch it slightly differently. Okay. Hear me with it. And because at the conclusion of Group A, right, it was mm-hmm. a sense of they're going home, they're knocked out. It's the bottom of the dip. They're at the absolute bottom, the rock bottom. It doesn't get any lower than here. The fact that, and off the back of that, they've sacked the manager. Yes. Now that through the efforts of Mozambique, I guess, yeah, they've been right. given a lifeline mm-hmm. and they snuck into the fourth best third place, this is a free hit for them. They thought yeah. they were out. Yeah. And then there was massive parties at the end of the group stage because Ivory Coast actually got through. Yeah. And I think from where we sit now, the pressure's been lifted on the hosts. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with because, you from that aspect. There was no pressure on it. It's it's yeah, I get that it's free here. Yeah. I just think though that and the emotion behind that is the one that'll actually maybe lift the crowd and lift them. And mm. you know, there's no pressure on them in this one now because for all intents and purposes, they were out. Yeah. And match day two and three, I think they played like a team who was under a lot of pressure. Yes. And expectation. Right. Yep. Now that that's all gone. That is all gone because they've been given a second chance. And anything from here on out is a bonus. They're a very dangerous team now, Ivory Coast. I think if you're Senegal, you don't want to play Ivory Coast at all. Yeah, not no, the slightest. Point. Yeah, I take and the point. Can they beat Senegal? They can. Are they favourites? No. Mm. But this is a very dangerous tie for the Senegalese. Very dangerous. It is. And yeah. They're going to go through Senegal because they are just better. But yeah, yeah. it's going to be really tight. Really tight. That's that's why I say I think it's going to go mm. to penalties. Mm. It's a banana skin yeah. game for them. It's not an easy game for them at all, given what has transpired. Right, and, and really, yeah. if it was anyone else that the Ivory Coast were playing, I'd put them through. I, I agree with you. Yeah, anybody yeah. else. Yeah, take your pick. Yep. No, I agree with you. I, I mm. think that if they had any other opponent, I think Ivory Coast would sneak through. Yeah, with but, no exceptions either. Give yeah. me Cameroon. Give yeah. me Nigeria. Give yeah. me Morocco. Don't care. Uh, I'd be putting them through. Egypt. Mm. Anyone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but given that it's Senegal and and they have been the best team at this tournament, uh, you know, yeah, it's yep. just uh, unfortunate for them. Um, so we make it that it'll be a Mali Senegal quarterfinal. Mm-hmm. Bottom half of the or bottom quadrant of the other side of the draw, Egypt versus Democratic Republic of Congo, and then the Battle of the Guineas. So let's go Egypt versus De- Democratic Republic of Congo. Jeez, this one's hard. This one's a hard game to pick based on the form that we've seen from both sides in this group in the group phase. Yeah, both teams are faltering, really. Congo should be well, DR Congo should be on a better level than where they are mm-hmm. from what we've seen on the pitch. Like they look better than the results show. Correct. Egypt without Salah are a different team. They're a different team. And for mine, this one could go extra time penalties. Like <laughs> both teams had three draws in the group stage. Yeah. Both teams unbeaten, both teams winless. Um... I go to penalties. I tell you what, I think Egypt were playing with a lot of pressure in the last group game, a lot of pressure, right? So you could see the urgency in everything that they were doing, mm. right? Yep. So right now they're through, right? It's a new competition. It's a game at a time, and you know the pressure might not necessarily be off, but it's different, right? I think the Democratic Republic of Congo, or Dr. Congo as we affectionately call them, <laughs> um. They've had moments of really good play in this tournament, but I think they're vulnerable. I think they can, this Egyptian side can actually unlock them, right, from what I've seen going forward. And I think that's where they're going to be in trouble. I take your point. I think it could go to penalties, right, because sometimes the keeper performs well, sometimes the defense holds out, is resolute, you know, and they can't get unpicked. I see Egypt going through. 
but I'm not tipping it with great confidence. I think Egypt are the better side of the two, marginally, right? Um, there's a bit more creativity in the Egyptian side, and I think that's what unlocks it. I think Egypt win 2-1 or 1-0, like a goal in it. But if it goes to penalties, I would not be surprised. Yeah, I can't really disagree with you with how you see the game. I'll pretty much arrive at the same conclusion. Egypt to get through just, and they'll play the winner of Equator Guinea and Guinea. Battle of the Guineas. It's they're so, not neighbours. It's not a, a no, derby, right. so to speak. But <laughs> does this make the does the winner of this clash become the king, like the king nation of all the Guineas? King Guinea, yes. King Guinea. <laughs> right. Um, but also, I think the winner of the Guineas probably. I reckon I tip them to go through to the semi. Oh, okay. Yes, I agree with you. I was hoping you wouldn't. No, I agree. With you. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I agree with you. Mm. I think Equatorial Guinea win beat Guinea. I think Equatorial Guinea are better than Egypt at the moment. Yeah. And that's why I agree with you in that aspect. If Guinea win, <laughs> if Guinea knock mm. over Equatorial Guinea, I think Egypt actually takes them out. If it is to be Egypt against Guinea, that's very close. And Guinea can spring the surprise and go through. But this game in isolation, this round of 16 game, is going to be a lot of fun. Can Guinea up the level to match their Equatorial counterparts? They can just and Sue looks so good up front. He takes every chance that comes his way. Hey, he plays can like they a right down. I was going to say he plays like a right back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> How good he's, is he? uh, he's probably got to take all these talents for Vertigo. He's getting so far up the pitch that often. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, most right backs are frustrated strikers. You know that, don't you? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Oh, that's what Jamie Gary used to say. Right backs are either failed wingers or failed centre halves. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, well, you know, but yeah, they make really good strikers. Yes. <laughs> but there you go. Um, but I think I'll put Equatorial Guinea through. Yeah, same, same. Mm. I think Equatorial Guinea win. I think they win two 0 But I don't think this one goes to penalties. But having said that, Nathan, this is Afcon, mm-hmm. and Afcon is predictions nuts. are meaningless. And Afcon is nuts. <laughs> yep. Uh, indeed. Well, Nathan, I think we've hit the back peg on this one. We have. We've uh, made our predictions. Zero percent chance they come out in reality. Zero percent. Um, because this tournament is just wild and there will be multiple upsets in this round of 16. If uh, you can get around it, if you haven't managed to, um, you can follow AFCON on in Sports. You can watch it there. But also uh, there are extended highlights on uh, in Australia's YouTube page which you can avail yourself mm. to as well. Uh, and you can just capture some of the madness there. Absolutely. And the uh, the early kickoffs are uh, pretty inhospitable for a Sydney audience, but definitely get around the 7 a.m. ones if you can. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. And, um, uh, yes, it's been a lot of fun, Laz. Yeah, it has been. Nathan. We will reconvene in a few days to uh, go through whatever madness occurs in this round of 16. Indeed. Pleasure as always, Thank you for your time. And uh hope the listeners are enjoying the AFCON. Indeed. Take care all. Enjoy the football.